Hello, Rita Wallace. Hiya, welcome to Gender Nebulous. What are we on? What are we on? 41. I don't know what you're 41. on. I'm on 41. I'm on, uh, 41. I'm I'm on, on wine, actually. I'm on Heineken. Got some wine, but it's disappearing in the back. <laughs> Um, Gender Nebulous 41. There we go. We got there in the end. So I'm calling this one The Last Supper. It's the night before Good Friday. So this is, this is, uh, well, I was going to, I was going to get a hobnob and say, this is my body and this you is sure my it's not, blood. You sure it's not the resurrection? I am the resurrection and the life. Well, after last night, I think we, we think we need one, don't we? <laughs> So yeah, last night let's just talk. Let's talk. About let's that. start with the the white elephant in the corner of the room. Yeah, well, I was invited on to speak to Piers Morgan originally, but it turned out not to be Piers Morgan, a nice lady called Rosalind. But um, I was told initially that it was going to be Kelly J. Keen, so I was all revved up. You know, I was all ah, I was going to get her. I was I was definitely going to get her. So I had all this anger ready. It wasn't like nastiness. It was just this was, this uh, was like, talk TV, wasn't it last night? Talk yeah. TV, yeah, talk TV. And uh, the last minute, they said, "Oh, Kelly's not coming now. We've got somebody else, another trans woman." And I thought, "Well, that's interesting. Two trans people uh, on the same show. This is a first. And it turns out the trans person in question was LGB Alliance enthusiast and general. Kind of duplicitous. I'm not going to use any pejoratives. Uh, it was Debbie Hayton. So uh, I, straight away, I was like, "Oh no, not Debbie!" Yeah. And I and I just, it just, I just, I got, I, I kind of did say what I wanted to say, but you could see I was getting more and more frustrated. But um, and at the end, I kind of went a bit off the. I went a bit off piste, didn't I? And I called you went her a bit a off track with the. I went. Yeah, I called her a, a little a segment where you were kind of talking about Debbie Hayton's kind of identity. Mm, you know, yeah, she, that's what. Yeah, and she or like, he, we don't know which is, was kind of well, hiding behind the title of Doctor Debbie, and mm, you know that's a bit duplicitous of her, I think, or him, whatever, whatever. Well, I, the the way I see it, I was wrong. Whatever, whatever, Debbie. He, she, whatever she wants to identify as, that's brilliant. You get along with that, Debbie. That's yeah. you. You enjoy yourself, but don't come on to TV. Don't come on to a debate show where the where the platform specifically trans people about a trans issue where you're saying you're 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 one of the good ones. Well, like, Debbie, Debbie so said on the show that mm. they identify as male. Yeah. And they don't use female spaces, so you know if that's the case, you don't really, you don't really have a right to be on a show talking about trans issues because you clearly mm. not, not not trans. Well, no, I think everybody has a right to uh, freedom you of speech. You have a right to say talk whatever, you, and say, say what whatever you want, but, but it's coming from a for, for me, Debbie Hayton is coming from a duplicitous point of view. Yeah, I mean, and she's, talk TV should really be inviting on a couple of trans people who identify as trans, you know, yeah, because this law, have a, this have a proper this conversation. Proposed, the proposed change in the law only affects trans people, right? So so when she's there going, well, I'm not, I, I go in female spaces anyway. It's like, well, what are you on about then? You know, it doesn't affect you. You go and enjoy yourself in the gents, <laughs> Debbie, yeah, exactly. Mr. Debbie. Mr. You go and enjoy Mr. Yourself. Dr. Debbie. You go and, yeah, you go and enjoy yourself in the male changing rooms, Mr. Debbie. And let me let me make the argument, let me make the case for why trans women are not the threat that you yeah. hope they are. Now, I think what Debbie has done is because she's, you know, she she's tried to 
be a moderate, right? She's probably tried to think, right, what is the logical, being a scientist that she is, she's probably thought, well, what's the factual? What's the facts of it? While totally ignoring the sociological and every other aspect of being a human being, she's decided to side with, and not only just say, I'm not, it'd be fine if she just said, I'm not trans, I'm non-binary or whatever, but not just that, she's actually sided with people and written articles that have appeared in uh, magazines that are definitely right-wing and anti-trans. And I've looked into these uh, organisations quite a lot. I know about Tufton Street. I know about the New Culture Forum. I know about the Heritage Foundation. I know about Christian Concern. And these are the people that put out these articles. And these are the people that are funding most of this stuff. Now, great, you know, you you can make a case for making spaces for women safer. Anything that makes spaces for women safer is fucking brilliant. But they're not doing that. What they're doing is they're looking the wrong way. And instead of looking at perpetrators and what is the causes of that, they're going, oh, look, trans women, it's their fault. And we're supposed to sit in a, uh, uh, on Zoom on live TV and go, hang on a minute. <laughs> you know, I'm not a threat yeah. to anybody. And that's how yeah. it feels. And we, and that's we have to remember that these TV shows, you know, Talk TV, LBC, and the others, the, you know, they're all kind of right-wing shows. And what, what they do is, they, they, like, they have people on like you, and what they'll do then is find the worst bit in the whole interview and then put that out on social media. So we have to be yeah. careful going on those shows because, you know, they are using it in a way against us, um, mm. even though you've made some really good points last night, you know, and you should mm. put those on your Twitter. Um, well, you know, have, you yeah. did make the points. You know, we did a pre a pre interview thing, didn't we, where we were kind of what points do you need to make? And you made those points and that's that's good. But they're not going to show but that the, in the social media. They're well, just going to show the bad bit, you know. So that's well, the dynamics you're aware of, the of what you're doing changed. The dynamics of that changed live on air. Cause yeah. but the the thing is, um I've got no problem. I, I try not to use right wing, left wing anymore, because it doesn't make a lot of sense anymore, because it's hard to argue that they're right wing when Kia Starmer is coming out and backing right wing Tory yeah. policy. Well, I mean, so, yeah, Keir Starmer is now a little bit further right than Theresa May used to be. So what does that tell you? Um, you know? Exactly. So so what we've got to do, we've got to we just look at the facts of this thing, this proposed change to the law, which I don't think is going to happen. It's like the, the emigrant scare. It's like, you know, all this talk about barges and putting emigrants on barges. Okay, so and you're talking about the HRC thing then, aren't you? Yeah, and it's like it's just as because I I had emails and messages on Twitter from really traumatized trans people who who've got to know me just because I'm a bit of a gobby bitch, and they've said, look, it's I can't believe this is happening. I'm I'm going. To, do, can I still use the toilet? And I was like, just reassuring people. And I wanted to say on air, if you're trans, don't worry, because there's nothing. No, most people are cool as fuck. Most people are not going to present you with a problem. Now, the only people that are going to present you with a problem are people like Debbie Hayton and TERFs. They're going to present you with a problem. But you're either going to see them in real life. And the reason you don't see them in real life is because, you know what? Most people, they're too busy to notice what I'm doing when I go for a piss. Or they should be. And if you're not, you're part of the problem. Right. We're not. And I'm sure there are trans women out there that are pervy and weird and all this. Yeah, you might find one and some the Daily Mail will write an article about her. But that's not what we're basing law on, is it? Hopefully. Right. So we we need to say hi to the people who are 
Oh, yeah, we've got some, oh, have we got some chances? There's lots of comments. There's lots of comments. Um, don't even know where to start. Sarah Jane's so there. Sarah Jane Baker. Sarah Jane Baker's there. Hi, Sarah. Stephanie W's there. Um, Critical Cupcake. Oh, Critical Cupcake. I don't know his real um, name. Roger. Roger's there. Who else? Who else? Steve. Steve Peter Parker, not sure. Hi, Steve Peter Parker, I'm not sure we've seen you before. Yeah, so Newbies. hi to everybody. Well, if you're new to this, what it is, it's just me ranting for an hour like a lunatic. Yeah, while Frida, rants, to Frida, <laughs> Frida kind of rants and I try and, you know, reel, reel her in a bit. You know, it's not easy. That's well, why I, I have the wine go, to keep me sober. I, I just want to go back to the talk TV thing just for a sec because I... Roger um, says about... Frida goes off on one. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah cool. Well, after I did that, my heart sunk because I called Debbie a ridiculous person on live TV. And my mum was watching it. And my mum said, oh, Frida, I don't think you came off very well there. And I knew when my mum said that, that because I trust my mum's, because my mum doesn't know Debbie Hayton. My mum doesn't know anything about this subject, really. She's... She's probably like most people, just heard it on the news and gone, oh, what's all this rubbish about? And um, rolled her eyes like she normally does. But And then when my mum said that, I knew, oh, my God, I'm in trouble now. And I did get a few messages from some trans people and some people I do have conversations with. And so I thought you were all right, but you've got to be careful when you represent trans people on in a public sphere because they want us to be the angry bitches and they want us to be the TRAs. And I said, well, you know what? I am angry. I'm I'm fuming and I'm not going to stop being angry, but I know where I went wrong and I'm willing to accept that criticism. So I will do better. Okay, so just, better. just to correct something I just said, apparently the person who was listed as Steve is actually Stephanie. So, okay. Just, oh, sorry. We don't want to do that. that. We don't no. want to be getting that shit wrong. No. It's your glasses, Vicky. Well, um, I think I think it's like having yeah, YouTube accounts with different names. I think it doesn't help. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah. So, so yeah. But uh, previously, a couple of days earlier, I've been on LBC with Nick Ferrari, and Nick Ferrari is pretty much he's a bit of a Rottweiler. Okay, you so know, that, thought, yeah, you you've done. Let's just go through what you did recently. Because you, you did, you did, no. you did guilty. The you did I'm was, guilty as charged. <laughs> talk TV, James Whale. Oh my god, now, that, that, that show, James Whale Talk TV show is a bit of a comedy thing because James, I think yeah. he kind of plays into being stupid. Yeah, he does, but he does. he's really he's, not. Because I'll tell you no. something about that. James Whale messaged me after and he said, Thanks for playing along. Who's the, said, who's the other guy? I wasn't that, who's the guy who just sits there and says nothing? Who's that? That's Ash. That's that's James's sidekick. But oh, okay. Ash is actually the brains of the operation. Yeah, so those those two guys kind of pretend to be a bit dumb, I think, and they kind of yeah. play on that. And dumb then, and dumber. yeah, it's a bit like dumb and dumber. And then you were kind of, you know, telling them the truth, I guess. But it was is a bit of a I don't know is comedy is the right word, but it was. Well, the, the weird thing about that is, like, the comments on that were really nasty, you know. Like, there was somebody trying to make out that was part of a Jewish conspiracy theory and saying you're obviously Jewish. Well, he, he pretends, to, he pretends to get angry with you, but I don't think he is. He's just, it's just a, it's just a kind of, it's a, it's a front. Yeah. It's not real. But, but I was, uh, yeah, James did, but I was saying about the comments, right? Then they were looking, because oh, the they, they had my bootcase behind me. Yeah, uh, they were picking on what was on my bookcase, <laughs> and they said you're obviously Jewish. Look at all them 
because I've got books by artists called Boltansky and I don't know what was going on there, but I was like, well, so are you anti not just transphobic, you're anti-Semitic. And they'll open they up. You go on their accounts, some of those people that follow talk radio, and they are. You know, they believe all the conspiracy theories, yeah, all then, the jargon. Then you, you got a caller as well, didn't you? Was it Deborah? Oh, God, I didn't know. I haven't got a clue what she I was on about. I couldn't understand what she was saying. It was like... No, she, said, she was trying to say something about women's prisons, and I said, mentioned I brought the Isla Bryson case up because I thought that's was, that's the only thing she can be alluding to. But, yeah, it was, James... It was good. It was good. The interesting then... thing was the, the last caller, um, he kind of agreed with James, and he was saying, oh, these trans people, you know, can't, you can never, you can never be... on after you'd left? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, after, you can't you can't turn into a woman, and that's the, and James said, well, you know, there are people. It was the only time he said anything remotely sensible because he knew that this caller was, you know, you know, he wasn't. It was just yeah, nasty, he did kind it? of stick up for you at that point. Yeah, yeah. So he, I th anyway, because he's he's quite as um, dumb as he comes across. No, but he's he's sorry, James, calling you dumb. He's had 50 years on the radio, James Wheel. He's probably yeah, heard yeah. everything, you know. He used to have a regular caller called Ken. He was like a religious maniac. And he'd ring up and try and prophetize to James about, you know, the end of the world is nigh if you don't repent and all this. And yeah. all gay people are going to hell. And it was all, you know, but it's, but it's, it's top quality entertainment on a Friday night. You know, if you, you know, a few shifts. That's on quite late though, isn't it, that show? Was it like 10 o'clock something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the other one you did was LBC Nick Ferrari. Mm. Now that was you did a really good one on that. That was really good. I, mm. you know, even my brother who listens to LBC for some reason, I don't know why. <laughs> you know, he he told me later in the day when I saw him that I heard Frida on the radio this morning. She and she uh, she owned Nick Ferrari, mm. and yeah, you did. It was it was good. Well, it's, I think I was quite. I was much calmer. And I and and because what because what they were saying basically is like when they ask politicians, can a woman have a penis? And I said, basically, that's that's a, a journalistic trick. The only reason they ask that is to put somebody on the spot and make them feel uncomfortable. They're not yeah. trying to find out anything. It's a bit like a barometer issue, you know. How they used to ask politicians, "What do you think about gay marriage?" And they knew that if they asked that, it might tell us something about the character of the person. Now, obviously, in recent years, they would obviously say, yes, we agree with gay marriage. Although if you're Kate Forbes in Scotland, you'll say you don't really approve of gay marriage. But that's the side point. Um, so now they'll ask, can, can, it's about trans issues, isn't it? Because they say they'll ask about trans people because they know it might tell us something about the character of the politician. Now, not only does it do that, but it puts them in a place where they can either say, uh, well, you know, it's not really a big issue and maybe we should, you know, maybe concentrate on some things that matter. That's another way they deal with it. And other times they might say, well, but for, for one percent, minus one percent of the population, these things will matter. But so it's never you can never have a yes or no answer to a question like that, because you're either you're given the choice of being a. Being a tyrant or an angel, you know what I mean? It's like. For one section of the community, what should happen? What what Keir Starmer should say is, uh, it, when somebody says, "Can a woman uh, can a woman have a penis?" Well, they say, "Well, you know, can can a woman have a can a man have a vagina?" Because it's the same question, but they never yeah. answer that because they, I think they I mean, just like yeah, saying I mean, the word we, penis you know, all the time. As trans people, we're not denying our 
biology, are we? We're not. We're not. You know, we're both no. trans. We we we're both aware of the fact that we have male aspects to our bodies. Yeah, you know, exactly. I've got a massive penis. Doesn't bother me. <laughs> you know, we we are aware of the <laughs> medical kind of realities of of you know who we are. But the thing is, you know, as a trans person, you identify as the opposite, or you know, a different gender, and you know, under the law, you're allowed to have that recognized legally through the GRC process as shit as that is. Yeah. You know, which gives you gives yeah. you that, you know, you're legally recognized in the the sex mm. you want to mm. be. Um mm. and that's 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 fine, but you know, we're not denying the the biology either. No. But you know, we Wait, do see, act we you know we do have yeah. a new birth certificate. We do, you know, mm. get but that get that legal yeah. recognition, which is important for many things. But what what the thing people don't understand really is there is there is biological reality and then there's social reality and there is interactive reality. So the the reason people talk about gender is because that's the language. Our mm. language is gender-based, like from every word, from mother to sister to nephew to niece, even inanimate objects have a gender sometimes. That's because we communicate and we socialize based on gender. Little kids know about gender. Yeah, don't exactly. define themselves sexually. Well, they shouldn't be. So doing when you really when you interact with somebody, certain... you're not interacting with their biological sex. No. Aren't you? You, no, you it's like I always with... say: yeah, biology is your hardware, gender is your software, and people are communicating with the program you were running. And you don't yeah. have to give that's any. That's a really clues. good way of thinking about and it. And if and if you don't give any clues, that's fine. If you want to yeah. be completely androgynous, that is fine. But people will ask you. The first <laughs> thing people will ask you if you are not gender defined is, "Hang God, are you a?" man or a woman are you a girl or a boy are you a female or a male and they're not asking you have you got a penis they're saying how did you identify because to ask somebody if they've got a penis now it's different for women because the secondary sex characteristics are a bit more showy or can be not always but can be but nobody's going up to people and asking them what's in their pants or and if they are they should be arrested yes Absolutely. So so on that premise, it's actually toasts that are actually the weirdest, creepiest people you could ever imagine to talk to. Because in all conversations on Twitter with Turfs, they want to talk about your genitalia. They're yeah, the demanding people that want, to know someone's genitalia. We don't want to talk about that. I mean, sometimes I'll be happily have a conversation about penises. I will indulge in the penis chat. But I'm not asking a person. I'm not. And another thing Terse will do is they'll show pictures, post-operative, uh, trans men, um, and, and they think that's fine. They think it's fine to do that because they've dehumanized them so much that the idea of engaging in uh, a kind of malicious communications of sharing somebody's private photos so other people can mock them. That's what Graham Linehan does. Mm -hmm. They don't see that as a problem because they've dehumanized people. Yeah. Now, that is your problem. That's why TERFs are a problem and not trans people. Now, there are trans people like Debbie Hayton who want to decide that actually, no, I'm on the side of TERFs because I believe in that biological reality. But what she's missing is we believe, we also believe in biological reality. We just don't have to billboard she, she's it. She's denying the identity to be trans and to be the opposite sex and to have a GRC. Mm. That's what she denies. She says you can't but, do that. But, but you see... It, I'm I'm in the process of getting a GRC, but it's not going to change anything about no, my life. It's just a piece of paper at the end of the day. 
It's like a marriage certificate. It's not going to make your marriage happier. Or mm. your relationship... Ha Sorry, you will have a marriage, but you won't make your relationship happier if you're married. You might mm. have a nice day and a big All cake. it is. I mean, you don't really need the state to tell you who you are. It's just the state recognising that you are who you are. I mean, that's all it is. And then that allows certain things to be in place. I mean, that's all it is. It's but Sarah Warner just said, uh, lang language is a social construct and it constructs society, which is true. But I would add to that, that language, like some languages, not just English, have many, many gendered, more gendered yeah, I'm gonna, words I'm going to put do. the comments on the screen so people can see what. All right. Well, I, I'm sorry I've not been paying attention to the chat because my the way I'm set up, is um, I've just got too many windows floating around at the moment. There you go. So the topics are now on the on the big screen. Oh, cool. So, oh, the chat is. Sorry, the chat. Yeah. Right. Right. So, um, so yeah, with the Nick Ferrari interview, he just likes saying the word penis. I think <laughs> because it, it, it this is the this is the sort of ridiculous level we've got to, isn't it? With the news now. Now, what we need. Is somebody probably a bit more sensible than me and less aggressive to go onto the news and onto Newsnight or go on to BBC, whatever it is, or ITV, and and maybe Katie Montgomery should do it because she she's 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 much less potty mouth than me, so she should do it. I'm not saying she should do it. I'm like, this, I just picked her out of the ether because she was on my Twitter screen, but um, it, we need somebody who who's just. You know, we don't. We it's it's easy for me to to lean into being an angry TRA because I am. <laughs> but I don't think. I mean, I don't. I don't know if you've seen the interview that Katie did with Owen Jones. I think it was yesterday, but it's it's really good. Owen. No, I do need to see he, that. He did a segment on the Trump thing, and then he did a segment with Katie Montgomery. You know, talking about the EHRC thing, which we're going to get yeah. onto any minute. So you know, just going back to those three shows you've done. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a score. Okay? <laughs> oh no! Can I score you? Mm-hmm. All right. So for have you got the score? I'll do it in reverse order. For yesterday's um, show, I'm gonna give you seven out of ten. Uh, James Whale nine out of ten, and oh, Nick Ferrari you get a ten. Oh, thank you. Well, that's not too bad actually. Actually, the, I think the talk TV last night I gave myself two. Yeah, I might be being generous there. So yeah, yeah, I didn't like it. I just, I didn't, I didn't feel good while I was doing it. Okay, I but if you could remove, after. if you could remove the bit around the kind of oh, the way gosh. I went off track with um, Hayton, would you would you be happier mm. with it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I do want to talk about this EHRC thing because, like I've said, I don't take it seriously. I think it's government grandstanding, but there is some scary stuff behind it because yeah, we it know is. that sex matters for starter and uh, what's she called? So I think Holland how Joy. did this start then? This I think this started with Suella Braverman it's, asking the EHRC well, to produce some guidance mm -hmm. or something, and then she's yeah because well you wrote a letter to them asking for it, and then they've come back, and it's just a load of. You know, well, it goes back to the, the meeting about the GRC, you know, the Gender Recognition Certificate, because part yeah. of that is uh, gender is the legal, that gender is the legal definition, right? So when you get a GRC, you are legally female, or, or you know, you could be legally female um, before a GRC, I suppose, but there are, there are grey areas. Like, say, if I wanted to get married, you know, the offer's there. 
<laughs> if I wanted to die, I don't want to die. If I wanted to be involved in some kind of legal proceeding, like I knew this, like recently I had to deal with some money situation because when my dad passed away, I had to see a solicitor. And because the way my dad's will was written, my wrong, na- my wrong name was my old name was on it. So that was a problem. So it's things like that. The, these are the things the GRC was sorting out. But with this, with the uh, the idea of changing the law, the with the uh, de- delineation of sex and gender, they want to get rid of that idea that gender d- is the legal definition. Now that to me would be completely impossible. Well, because... how, how do you, how would you even police such a thing? I mean, it's, it's so ridiculous; it's impossible to. Enforce. But it wouldn't even. But even if even in a scenario where they said, right, forget gender, it's just we'll just call it sex. All you've done is change the word gender for sex because people are still the same thing, and nobody's going to be policing toilets, and nobody's going to be having a, a situation where, right, all the trans women out now. <laughs> we change the law; you've got to go home. Nope, it's not happening. Yeah, I mean. We do have a podcast coming up in a couple of weeks with uh, Professor Stephen Whittle, who is a lawyer at uh, Manchester University. He's a professor, yeah. professor of law. So that's coming up. Um, and we're going to be posing some of these questions to Stephen. This would be great. Because, you know, he can give us a proper legal answer. We're not lawyers, obviously. So, you know. Obviously. Stephen, obviously. Yeah. So Stephen's going to help us out with that. But, you know, it's. It, it, I think it's really kind of, frightening for a lot of people when you start thinking about the you know the consequences of defining sex as biological sex only because mm. it does kind of it, it almost nullifies the gr the grc process mm. you know and it, and it, it could you know like for example you're at your employer if they now can't dis, you know there's no such thing as discrimination against people on the mm. basis of gender recognition you know should that happen um mm. Well, then, you know, there's nothing to stop them from discriminating against you and saying, well, you can't use that, Lou, because we say so. You know, currently yeah. the law stops them yeah. from doing that. You know, mm. if we take away that protection. But also, it's but not I don't, just I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's clearly defined in what they're suggesting that they're going to remove, mm. you know, from the Equality Act the, the characteristic of but gender reassignment see, or are yeah, they just trying to redefine say, this word? I don't really know yeah. what the implications are. Yeah. Well, I see, are. this is the problem with a lot of law. I mean, it sounds simple. It can sound simple on paper, but the actual social reality. Because mm. I was watching the, uh, you know, the Women Women and Equalities Commission when they were talking when the the one Robin Mora Wright was on yeah. with the uh, the what's called what she calls legal feminist. This is called Naomi Cunningham, and they were just the, the absolute rubbish that was being. I put some of it on my Twitter today. The absolute rubbish that was being talked there, because they have to manufacture a kind of, what would you call it? It's kind of, they have to manufacture a world full of threat from trans women. They have to find, it's like they have to dig around and find instances of that. Now, if you're going to look, you're going to find, and you're going to find instances of transgressions by trans women. (laughs) Too many trans in that word sentence. But what I'm saying is, so, so what they'll say then is, oh, it's not about the amount of people we find. It's just that the risk is there. So, you know, because they've found a tiny risk, they'll say, well, we've got to protect all women because there's only men and women. So trans women don't exist in that. That is what they're aiming for. That's what they're trying to do. But it's not, I don't see, you know, I can't see, a, I can't see a civilized world where that can happen. And I don't think anybody's going to stand for it. 
Because the thing is, like the GRC, when that was being debated, it was debated so long and so hard. It's like, wasn't it like the most debated, the, the the most debated law ever in Scottish Parliament? Yeah, it was. And it yeah. led to like Nicola Sturgeon. Well, I don't know now, do we? There's other. There's some, I said originally it was, that's the reason Nicola Sturgeon was ousted, but we've had some interesting some news this interesting week, haven't we? About things happening at their house yesterday. Things being. I know, yeah, it's a bit weird, isn't it? But anyway, I think Nicola Sturgeon was trying to do the right thing, but yeah. not just her. She fronts the party, obviously, but there was it was cross party. Everybody kind of understood it. The, all the all the important women's groups backed it and they wrote letters to support it and uh you know we still well, yeah i mean you know, robin moira white she she's a she's a well-known barrister isn't she discrimination barrister and she she tweeted uh, i think it was yesterday that you know there's no there's no time left in the current parliament to even put this law change through so it's it's very unlikely to happen i mean the only yeah. the, only, the only way they could maybe do something is if they were to use some kind of Section 23 thing like they did with the prison thing, you know, mm. kind of come out with some, I don't know, ruling or something and trying yeah, to... Yeah, some unprecedented kind of yeah. one-off thing yeah, that exactly. they've dug up from the archaic yeah. ends so, of the library. So, I mean, if library. that happens, you know, we, you know we'd, we'd then be in the situation of, well, you know, this is impossible po- to police. What are you going to mm. do? You're going to start doing, doing you know, genital inspections and stuff like that. You know, it's like, how do you police it? And it's going to, mm. there's going to be so many well, non-trans people get caught up in it. You know, it's just, it's just gonna, impractical. Well, what was interesting was uh, I, I started listening to LBC a bit more since I was on there because I listened to Nick Ferrari just to see if there was any follow-up on, on the subject. And there was a bit because uh, James O'Brien did a segment on it. And, he, and, and part of this segment was... Uh, have you heard of Paris Lees? Yeah. Well, Paris Lees rang him and said, you've known me for how long? 15 years. Do you know if I have a penis? Exactly. And nobody knew. Nobody knew that. Nobody knows that fact. Right. We can assume that she's a fully operative, uh, full up, what do you call it? Post-op transsexual. Yeah, that's the medical framework for it. But we don't know that. Nobody knows that. And nobody cares. Because exactly. Paris we 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 don't focus. I mean, you look at if you look at trans, you know, trans men. They the you know, yeah. they, most of the time they look completely indistinguishable from cisgendered men, right? Yeah. You know, and there's a lot of trans women in that same category. You know, and then there's people like me who it's pretty obvious that I'm trans. You know, so it's you know for those people who are, who I don't like to use the word past, but that's pretty much what the word is. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it would be absolutely impossible for anybody to know, um, especially if, you know, it's an unknown person. So you've got someone there who looks like, you know, like any other female. What are you going to do? You're, you're going to challenge that person and say, right, I need mm. to see your genitals because you're not coming no, in. You're this. Not gonna I mean, do it's totally that. ridiculous. Totally ridiculous. I know we, we always kind of, we don't talk about trans men enough, I don't think. Obviously, we because we're trans women, we probably don't. We kind of look at a lot of news that is, and a lot of the hate is directed at trans women because we live in a misogynistic society. That's all, that's where that, like when you see people looking at Dylan, you know, Dylan Mulvaney mm. and looking at how she looks and deciding, oh, this, this she, oh, she's so ugly. She, it's exactly the same energy that those people pile onto celebrity women anyway. It's no different. It's not, it's, yeah, it's, it's no, the same dis- misogyny. indistinguishable almost, but yeah. with the added added fire under it that they hate trans people too 
and they but but they think but the reason that I think they like Dylan Mulvaney is because she is so extreme in her kind of comedy and sending herself up that they can say, aha, see this, this is what trans women, this is what trans women are. This, they're all like yeah. this, you know. I mean, I think, I think we should talk about, you know, uh, Leander, is it Anderson? Anderton? I can't remember. 30 Anderson, 30 P. 30 P. Lee. Lee. Mm. You know, you know, he's, he's kind of been brought in by uh, Rishi. Mm. And, you know, he's already said, and we've talked about this in the previous episode, that he's going to use the trans, the trans issue as, um, you know, part of their war on on uh, war on woke, as they put it. You know, yeah, this fake war. Yeah, the culture wars. You know, in the in the election run up. So they've already they've already stated that they're going to do that. This is a problem. Yeah, yeah because well, they're all they're all primed to do so this. That is this because... to me this what what they're doing what they've done this week. That's just kind of you know the first step in that process of what they're going to be doing over the next year. Mm. Before the election, whenever that's going to be. Oh, they're going to ramp it up. So they're going to ramp it up. So you know, we be- we better get ready for this. You know, this is this, said, me, this said, is really a gloves off moment. What's happened this yeah, week? Yeah, but I I did say Vicky a few months ago after the Brianna Jai thing. I said, get ready for a bumpy year. Yeah, it's because people are angry now. Yeah, trans people are angry, and the people that hate us are not going away. Well, there's been a massive backlash to what's happened. Um, you know, you know that petition that was going around. Well, it only had about twelve thousand mm. signatures a couple of days ago. It's now up to almost seventy thousand. It was the one for uh, you know not changing the Equality Act. Oh yeah, yeah, I've signed that. Sent it's it almost a bit. seventy thousand. It may have gone past that by now. So it's going to get to hundred. You know, it's gone up that much in a day. Mm. That's that's quicker. It's than quicker it than the one sex that... matters. Because they had 100,000 and they were really pleased with that, but they've been hammering it to everyone and they've got loads of followers. I mean, I know that only results in a debate in Parliament and we're dealing with a very, you know, Mm. kind of right-wing government at the moment. So it's probably not going to have that much of an effect. But I don't think it matters because what it is really... It sends a message to the public, the fact that they're having and it's getting a massive support. So, I mean, that's... But we are sort of indulging in the culture word there a little bit because even though it's important to do petitions, but people like sex matters. It's about point scoring. It's about saying, ha-ha, we're winning. And that's all they care about because they're not actually helping anybody. They're not even helping themselves. It's just a few really powerful people behind the scenes that seem to be rubbing their hands together and going, oh, we're winning. But they're not actually winning anything. There's no prizes for them where there is for us. Because it's freedom, it's freedom of expression, it's freedom to be who you want without with, with with legal backing. So that is a prize; it's worth having. Whereas what they want is basically fuck all, and it's worth shit. So that's why. Yeah, happy. and then and then the, you know you look at the government's focusing on this trans issue, and you look at all the other stuff that's going on. You know the immigration, small boats, mm. cost of living. You know there's so many there's so many terrible things going on, and they decided to focus on trans people. I mean, well, I think. One it's of like, the reasons on. they can focus the, the reason they can focus on trans issues, I think this is a kind of guess, but like they wouldn't go for gay people because the law is very clear. They wouldn't go for well, they do go for immigrants, obviously, and they go for minorities, but they go for easy targets. It's, a, it's the easy target. Well, they will explicitly target us because we sit somewhere on a grey area where you can have a philosophical discussion about what we are. You can have a psychological discussion about what we are. You can have a political discussion about where we sit on the spectrum of rights, 
right? And that is the difference. And that they know that. And yeah, we I mean, know we're that. a really, really small minority. It's easy to pick on people like us. And that's why they do it. You know, it's not, but it's, it, but it, doesn't like, really, like, it doesn't really gain them anything apart from this popularism. You know, it's like, it's, it's very similar to how they kind of got, you know, support for Brexit, support for other things they've done, you know, through this kind of like populist thing through Cambridge Analytica tactics. Oh, yeah, They're doing the same thing it. now with trans issues. And, it, you know, mm. they think it's going to win them votes. They think it's going to be good for the party and all this bullshit. Well, but, a... you know, long term, they lose every time. Well, but... There's a story coming out tomorrow. I think it's tomorrow. I've, I've seen the preamble. I think it's Byline Times. Yeah. And it's more it's more Tufton Street scandal. But they don't think of it as a scandal now because it's like, oh, well, obviously, think tanks are going to want to corrupt government. It's it's like, it's almost as yeah, if... Yeah, it's like government by a think tank at the moment, isn't it's it? It's almost as if they don't give a toss anymore, even on the left, right? And, and, that, and the reason is, the reason it's got to that point is because we don't have a strong opposition. There's nobody, but there are there are individual politicians. Well, you know, even Keir Starmer has been coming out with negative trans comments this week. You know, he's moved well, you... he's, he's moved the party, you know, further right than Theresa May. Than Theresa May was in charge with the Conservatives. You well, know, I was going to. I, I was just getting to something then. Sorry, um, cool. <laughs> it's not about Keir Starmer. That's what I'm saying. It's about there are individual politicians within the Labour Party who were really good. Yeah, I'm not saying they're all. But because there's no will to fight this kind of think tank led government, there's no kind of because well, Keir Starmer he knows he's going to need exactly the same people in the media and in those corridors of power for him to have a successful election. If he wants to be prime minister, he can't fight those people. He's got to join those people. Well, yeah. If he's not careful, there's the, the still, there's still a year to go world. before the election. He's going to lose his lead mm. by the way he's, you know, by these terrible kind of right. way. Well, he, gonna... you know, he's, he's no leader, is he? He's, he's just like goes along with like the, the thought of the day kind of tactics. Yeah. Uh, sits oh, on yeah, the fence. He's, he's so woolly, isn't he? It's he's, like... he's, he's such a I've, drip. I've seen rice pudding more exciting than Keir Starmer. <laughs> but, uh, Shall we have a look at the chat? Because I've not been able to see it. So, There's been loads of comments Yeah. Um, um, hard to keep up with them. That, <laughs> did you see any of the comments? Just, I just wanted to include people in the chat because it's really, it's really, I really appreciate that you like pushing and like sharing our podcast and stuff because we've been doing this for like how many months now? Six months nearly. Yeah, so it was October, wasn't it, last year when we started? Yeah, and we started off with zero followers. And we were like, oh, nobody's going to want to listen to me ranting on. And they don't. <laughs> no, they, we know some people. Some people are forced to on talk TV. <laughs> no, I think it's it's good that we're getting some we're getting some interesting guests coming on. We've had a couple, haven't we? Since last time we did a live, we've had a couple of yeah. interesting guest interviews that we did. Um, we did... Um, Lily Rose Hunt, Rose Hunt, a socialite and um, community organizer. Mm -hmm. Eva Echo. Eva Echo. Oh, she was amazing. Kansas City director of um, media. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she was. I mean, the the amount of work Eva does, it's remarkable. Yeah, was, I, mean, I mean, she, she was doing. She, she, she was doing like a keynote speech the next day. Two of them. Mm. You know. It's, yeah. Yeah. We talked a little bit about activism because she was saying like. She did, you know, like because because we we did a uh, 
a show about activism, didn't we? We talked about different kinds of activism. And I think hers is a very, very like precise kind of not corporate. I wouldn't say corporate, but it's more in it's more in practical ways, isn't it? Whereas mine is more kind of a bit uh, a bit sort of <laughs> what's the phrase? I nearly I keep swearing. I'm trying not to in swear. Your face. Yeah, in your face, kind of activism, I suppose. Well, I, I'm, I, you know, I'm really, I'm really thinking this is a gloves off moment. We need to, we need to up our activism game. Obviously, um, mm. yeah. Well, that, I mean, that, like I said, my my thing is going on. T- I, I like to put myself in the way of the conversation, and so I, I understand, I understand why some people would kind of criticise you for doing it because it's going on, you know, yeah. right wing TV shows. I mean, I understand mm. that, but I also understand. Why you do it? Because you're you. Mm. In a lot of cases, you're the sole voice. Mm. You know, even though it's on a on a shit show, and it's on a shit channel, you're still that voice. And sometimes it's important, it's important to go and challenge them, isn't it? Mm. I mean, you can't just let them yeah. do it without you. I mean, does that work? I don't know. Yeah. Well, sometimes you've got to walk into the fire to put out the flames. So, oh, that's that's amazing oh, quotes that I keep coming up with. That's a yeah, lie. that's there's a lie. But that um, that's that's my next tweet. No. <laughs> That was cheesy as fuck. Don't repeat that. But um, yeah, sometimes you've got a you've got you've got to fight the the source yeah. of the bullshit. Yeah. But I know, I know. At the end of the day, for them, it's all entertainment. Those presenters, those people, they don't really give a fuck. You know, you it's know? it's just... you know, and we've we've probably not spoken about um, last Friday. It was um, Trans Day of Visibility, wasn't it? And. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I had some real problems at work. I'm not going to say where I work, but I had some real problems at work with what we were trying to do is get get some trans and non-binary flags up the flagpoles mm, at, various, flagpole. yeah, at various sites and get the buildings lit up in the trans colours. And mm. the amount of trouble we had to try and get this done and push back from, from oh, not yeah. just management, but from the organisation within the company that's supposed to represent trans people and and in my opinion, could do a lot better. You know, they don't, they're just not, they're just not doing what they should be doing. I, I had to, I had to go on a call with a, like a, a really high director and explain why they were going wrong with this. Mm. I shouldn't have to do that. It's, you know, it's not my yeah, job it's, to do it's, that. It's my job to do work. It's, but yeah, well, they're kind of struggling with large organizations. You know, they, they kind of support things like trans in the city. It's it's very performative and they, and they don't really it's like it's a pink yeah. thing they don't really back it up. Yeah, that's the problem. So, you know, trans day was. Yeah, well, I was asked. Um, they tried. It, it was really kind of low level and didn't. In my opinion, it wasn't good enough. Well, I was well, asked I to do about something. Your empire, yeah, Frida, but... but for yeah, I was asked to do something, but because I did, I did like a write up last year, and it ended up in people trying to get me fired. So my employer remembers this because it's been going. It's been going on, you know. These are people from Kelly J Keen's mob, and uh, so when it when it came to do it again, I said, "Look, I don't want to do it this time, but I know somebody that might." And I had to say to this person, "Right, what's going to happen is it'll go on social media. There will be negative comments. Don't read them. Don't care about it. Just be doing it because we ha- we like to put out a positive message, and we'll stop comments if we need to." Now, predictably. This trans person, I'm not going to mention any names, put it out. And and you just get the same nasty comments all the time. All they're doing is sending a message out there that, you know, if you're trans, if you're struggling, you know, people have got your back. You know, that's all we're saying. 
And people hate it for some reason. They just don't like that somebody's confident enough to be public and be trans and have a, have a job, whatever that job is, you know. And uh, it was just really sad to see the same thing that happened to me. Probably not the same thing that happened to me, but similar thing happened to somebody else. And then me feel like, oh, it's my fault because I asked that person if they would do it. Now, I know it's not my fault, but I feel like we sh I shouldn't have to feel like that. I shouldn't have to feel like... Oh yeah, if we do this, what are the what are the consequences going to be? I shouldn't have to think that, but every mm. time we do a social media thing, we have to think that yeah. we we have to we have to do a damage limitation on the fact that there are hateful people out there on social media. Now, it's just the nature of the beast, unfortunately, with social media. Now, I'm the mistake I made is I went back for them and I said, right, I'm going to get these people. <laughs> And then when they knew I was after them, they they doubled down. Now you could say, no, you shouldn't have done that, Frida. You should have just let it slide. But that's not that's not that's not who I am. Yeah, I just so, I just want to pick up on a comment from Victoria Elizabeth. I mean, she's mm -hmm. what Victoria's saying is I think she's saying this to me. You you're wrong about Starmer. His new position on trans neutralizes oh, just moved, neutralizes the issue so that the Tories can no longer say that Labour have a daft policy on trans people and self-ID. Yeah, I kind of understand. I understand that. You know, Labour's trying to, you know, neutralise that kind of attack on them from the Tories. I understand that. I mean, it's it's kind of political manoeuvring, I guess, in a way. But it is really not, it, it really doesn't look good if you are trans and you're seeing the Labour Party kind of not supporting you when they could do some really easy things to to sound supportive, you know, just say a few extra words to say that, look, we do support you and we will, you know, we are here to help you and support you, you know. But they, they seem to sound very much like the Conservatives at the moment. I mean, maybe that's yeah. political. I don't really know. Um, but may, maybe yeah. when, maybe if and when they got in power, they would, you know, it would be easier to change their views and, and get them to do some positive things. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where that's going. Well, it, it just seems like really fancy. Well, no, thanks for the comment. I do, I do understand that. Yeah, it just seems a bit fence city and it takes somebody else, you know, to say what we want them to say. You know, it's somebody on the fringes, probably. Yeah. I mean, we do live in a two party thing. We very, very rarely hear anything from any other parties unless they're extreme right wing parties for some reason. You know, like these people like Lawrence Fox <laughs> set up a stupid kind of fake political wing of, you know, whatever, whatever think tank he's representing. And yeah. then I just say, well, we're just going to work with what we've got, you know, which is a load of crap. You know, well, it's I mean, like, are you, are you getting to the stage where you don't know who to vote for? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I've got local elections coming up. I know we've we? got local elections. I mean, that's that's kind of, that's quite an easy one because it's not like, mm, yeah, it is. You know, we can, we can send saying, a strong message. But you know, when it comes I to election, obviously, no, mm. I'm not going to vote for Conservative. I would never do that. I I would but still. I'm thinking it, if I vote it, Labour, that helps to get the mm. Tories out. Mm. But you know that we need that the Tories the out. That should be the primary we, thing. Yeah, the only aim, the only aim now for me is if to you go voting for. If you go voting for Lib Dem, it's probably putting us in danger of not getting the Tories out. So yeah, we yeah. need to vote tactically, even though Labour's not doing what we want exactly. I think that's the way to do it. But um, yeah, how many years has it been now? Twelve with the Tory Party. Twenty ten, um, wasn't it? So it's like thirteen years. 
And, you know, it's not just it's not just all this stuff about trans issues. It's not just all this stuff about immigration. It's um, going back through COVID and the pandemic and how stupidly uh, mishandled that was. Like, told, what's he called? Great. What's Hancock? You know, the guy that was caught like shagging in a on a CCTV when we're all in lockdown. Matt uh, it was Matt Hancock. Yeah, I mean, but the thing the thing to remember, though, about all that, that wasn't the reason Boris went. The actual thing that brought Boris down was he was caught. Well, he he was found negligent because he let a sexual abuser yeah. who was abusing young men, young members of the didn't, Tory didn't party. He lie, didn't he lie about that? That was the thing. Yeah, Chris, Chris Pincher. He lied about Chris Pincher. Well, he knew he knew he was an abuser. It was no, it was made known to him, but he still employed him, and that was the crux of why Boris went. It wasn't. I mean, they can still talk about Partygate and all that, and all that was shit. But the reason he actually went was because he covered up and excused sexual abuse. That's why Boris went. And that's who the Tory party are, really. They're all a bunch of sleazy, sexual weirdos. And I think that's why they like pointing at trans women and saying we're some <laughs> kind of perverted threat. Because it takes the, it takes the shine, it, you know, the hot, it takes the spotlight off them. Which is, you know, we we all know about Tory sleaze. I mean, I was I made a I made a tweet the other day. I was like, why is it it's always weird conservative guys that chase trans women? And, and it's probably not exclusively true, but it is partly true, definitely. Yeah. And I don't trust something else. We something else we should talk about is tomato juice. Oh yeah, yeah. Did you notice my little can of tomato soup yeah. on my desk? Uh, an, on, on my a nice little touch having. a a tin of tomato mm. soup on the shelf during you. I think that's why I was so disappointed it wasn't Kelly J. Keane on on uh, Talk TV because I did have a load of things because I knew she w- I knew what she was going to say. So you know the the, say- the tour she's doing. I mean, I, I think she was trying to go to Ireland next, wasn't it? Dublin next or something? Mm, yeah, she's going to get laughter. But I mean, all that stuff that went on in what New is- Zealand. Well, well, yeah. But what's what I've seen now is her little group. A little group of little terrorists have started to group without her. And they, well, they there, was, there was of... something I was reading. I can't remember what it was now, but it, it was, I think it was on uh, Robin Moira White's Twitter feed as well. Mm. She was, she'd posted something that had been written by gender crits in New Zealand and how, <clears throat> and how they're kind of criticizing Posey Parker now because yeah, Posey yeah, Parker is going so. Yeah. So close with the kind of the yeah, the, yeah. the far right groups, they're, well, they're trying. Happened to, here the, too. Really, the ironic thing is that they're now trying to distance themselves from yeah. Posey Parker. Yeah, I, I think mean, it is. I think it is over for Kelly because yeah, they'll still I mean, be. Yeah. Kelly's brand is kind of, you know, vacuous, isn't it? And those people still want to campaign, and they still want to have their whatever it is that motivates them. So. And it's it happened uh, a few months ago that there were people defecting and uh, denouncing Kelly because of the knew they knew she was definitely linked to the far right. Now, woman's there's a group called Woman's Place and keep sing, creep prison single sex. They're all they've got nothing. Well, to I mean, do she with tries to deny it, but yet there's this organisation you know that wrote this article, which is the New Zealand Gender Critical Organ. I don't know what they're called. Hmm. But you know that that's pretty strong evidence that she's wrong. You know, 
<laughs> oh yeah, well, we, you don't, no, I don't yeah. think you need much. You don't need no. all you need for a, all you need for evidence that she's wrong is to look at her own YouTube channel. Yeah, exactly. That's the only evidence you need, right? But I think I think what'll happen now is they'll regroup and they will there'll be people that are diehard Kelly Keane fans. Well, she'll, she'll, really she'll just move further, right, won't she? I mean that's, no, that's the only place she's got to go, really. You will notice that the usual right wing podcasts and right wing TV try to damage do the damage limitation when she came back from New Zealand. She went straight on to talk TV and she went straight on to GB News and she went straight on to, yeah. what's it called, Spiked Online. And but she you have, went to, on you have to... to ask the question, why do these far-right groups that are getting involved, why are they doing that? Because they don't support why? women's... They, they traditionally do not support women's rights. But it's because it's got nothing to do with women's rights. It's yeah, a, it's, well, exactly. It's a, and it's, is it more yeah. of a recruitment thing? Yeah, of course it is. It's course. a way to recruit women into the right because they know that she's the feminist the patriarchy prefers because her brand of fake feminism challenges nothing. It actually nothing. harms women. Exactly. Because Posey Parker is somebody. So that their, vol- their involvement basically is a recruitment drive, isn't it? Of course it is. It's about recruiting right-wing women. That is all it's about. And they will filter into the Tory party because that's how it works. It's like a, it's like a funnel. A funnel of wet shit. A funnel of hate. So, no, no, don't leave you with that kind of imagery. But <laughs> anyway, so that's enough about her. Let's not talk about. No, we well, just wanted that's... to mention the soup. You know, because you, you, you had the can of the soup of soup in the, in the background there. Mm. You also wanted to talk about uh, Nora Foster, didn't you? Nora Foster, remind me. John Lyndon. Oh, John Lydon. Yeah, Lydon's sorry. Yeah, um, John, Nora Foster has passed away. John yes. Lydon's uh, wife of fifty, I think it's like forty years. You know, that, I think that's I think that's sad. You know, because they've been sad. together so long. And there's an interesting story about them that they were supposed to be on the Pan Am flight that uh, was brought down over Lockerbie, the terrorist attack, and they didn't make that flight because she forgot to pack a bag and she had to go back for it. So interesting story there. I mean, it's like well, we'd we'd spoken about uh, Johnny Rotten um, on yeah, one of our. He's, he's a bit right wing now, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's got we, a bit right wing. Spoken he's about a... him because he he was trying to get the Irish nomination for the uh, Eurovision Song Contest, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Some... I, I, I'm, I'm a bit dubious about him now. He says some really daft things, but I think he just likes being a a bit of a you know a thorn in the side of everybody and. Being a bit of a, he thinks he's a rebel by by saying he backed Brexit or he supports Trump. He's not really, yeah. it's not really rebellious behaviour. Does politics, politics, but yeah. I was thinking about you know that I was interested in that story because it reminded me about you know being late was the thing that stopped them getting killed on that plane. You know, so whenever I'm late, it's for a good reason, Vicky. Yeah, it reminds me of there's a story about a woman. And she was caught with an hand grenade on a plane. And they said, what are they doing with an hand grenade? She said, well, what are the chances of there being two bombs on a plane? So she was like a good luck charm. So she brought a bomb on a plane because it, yeah, she was don't, saying... Don't, don't try this at home. I'm not I'm not recommending this behaviour. I'm just saying she brought a bomb on a plane because her thinking was, what are the chances of there being two? <laughs> but if you don't live your life by that, Creed... No, that's not that's not an endorsement. I meant to, I mean it works metaphorically, not not you know. 
Are we going to get calls from the FBI now, Vicky, because well, of what you're might. saying on the podcast? Are they, all, are, they, are they scanning what I'm saying on the podcast? Wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Any more comments? I'm just, I, I can't see the chat. You can't see the chat? Oh, let me have a look. Um, is, uh, is Roger still there? He's not commented. Sarah Warner's, Sarah Warner's saying a few interesting things. It's all contrived controversy. Can only be maintained by suppressing the facts. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, not speaking out is not a neutral option. Yeah. Well, you see, the thing is, it it might, it does seem like everything is a sort of, like there's always a war on something, there's always a crisis, there's a cost of living, there definitely is a cost of living crisis, but why is everything a crisis? Why isn't something something that can be sorted out, you know? Instead of being a crisis, let's just see these things... There's something we can work out because, you know, these are political decisions. They're not financial ones. The, the reason people are struggling is because of the mistakes politically that government's made. Yeah. There's money for things when they need it, you know. Although we are in, like, when you think about money now and think about government so, debt, it's all so abstract. Yeah, Sarah Jane Parker put an interesting comment. Like Nick Ferrari said, I deserve still to be in prison. Who said that? Nick Ferrari. Oh, Sarah Jane Baker. Sarah Jane Baker. Um, Baker. Yeah. Well, well, that's that's his stupid point of view, isn't it? Whatever. I mean, Nick Ferrari. I didn't know too much about him until I was on. No, but it's a bit of a it's a bit of a cruel comment from Nick, that isn't it? Someone deserves to still be in prison. I mean, yeah, wasn't Sarah in prison for a long, very long time anyway? So the time, and that's that. You know. Well, if you've been in prison and you've done your time, you know, that's it. You don't talk about it anymore. Exactly. That's a bit, a bit cruel. But um, but I didn't know too much about him. I'm sort of glad I didn't, really, because if I'd have, if I'd have read or watched him, I might not have gone on. Oh, Roger's back. Hey, Roger. Anyway, uh, so, so yeah, I, I did definitely want to talk about what, you know, we've covered the... The thing about the yeah. EHRC and Nikki, this Nikki Baxter just, just popped on. Just a quick hello from me on my way to see Luna. Give my regards to Mr. Debbie. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Debbie. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, you know, if, you, if you're listening and you're worried about this change to the law, you know, I know a lot of people are. They think it's going to be some kind of, you know, people are going to be dragging us out of toilets and it's not going to happen. It's just not people, are, people most people... In a civilized society, we are in a civilized society, just about still. Well, I mean, the other thing and to remember is that you know, it's the Equality Act is it's a law about you know not being allowed to discriminate. So if that's taken away for for us, what it what it does, it allows organisations and whatever to discriminate. But if that organisation is a inclusive organisation, they're not going to do that anyway. So. You know, I'm, I'm sure there's loads of organisations who are just going to ignore this and, and not change policy, and just allow people to do what they've always been doing. Um, mm. You know, they don't. It, it's a thing about, you know, the the law says you can't discriminate. If they take away that that kind of legal protection, it doesn't mean that people are going to start discriminating unless they're assholes. You know. Yeah, I just that's, wanted to I think that's the thing, good thing to yeah. remember. I think I wanted I wanted to say something positive because like we we yeah. talked quite yeah. a lot about a lot of heavy stuff and about a lot of idiots, and it's it's always the idiots that seem to be against us. Yeah, you know, and um and I've got really rosy cheeks for some you reason. Have. When this is, I've already been. I noticed that. 
It's just, it's just Heineken. I don't know. It's gone. It's gone to my head. Maybe I should have had some tea. Um. Well, we've so been yeah, I think for over an hour. Uh, would you believe? That was. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope I've uh, been entertaining, informative, and educational. Um. In that order, yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> so don't I mean, forget to I'm, subscribe. I'm really sorry that we've not been able to read out all the comments, but thank you for everybody uh, who has Well, commented. I'm going to go through them with a fine-tooth comb. Really and if, anybody's, if anybody's said any dirty words, there'll be trouble. <laughs> um, You know, so, you know, thanks for coming along. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to yeah. like. Don't forget to share. Tell your family. Tell your song, friends. No, let's do the song. Come on. Oh, you can never, we can never do it. I know in we sync, can never so do I... it, but maybe one day it'll just happen naturally. Okay, one, two, three. Don't, Don't forget, forget to subscribe. It never works. Still then stopped. No, you, 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 you didn't come in. There oh, must be a I delay. pressed the wrong button. You disappeared then. Right. All right. So say let goodbye because I need back to, to our, Let me pause back to our our full size <laughs> images before we go. There we go. Yeah, you can see my I've got an old flush. Must uh, must be the hormones. Must be something. Right. Thanks for listening. And uh, I'm going to go and get something to eat. And uh, I'll see you on Twitter, wherever. And we'll be back with uh, we'll be back the soon. news podcast soon. Right. Bye. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.